Hello, it's Cheryl Sitz from the podcast Exploring Possibilities. And today we're beginning with video and then going to audio. So hopefully you're joining us on youtube.com slash Cheryl Sitz for the video. Otherwise you can check it out there. And the podcast will be on all the usual popular players, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and so on. So check us out anywhere that's convenient for you because today's a very special show. We are going to be going to the hollow earth the library of Porthalagus, and we're going to connect with an ascended being who calls himself Nikos. All that and more. I'm so excited. Hi, I'm Mario Rosales. I am the producer of Exploring Possibilities. I actually do IT work. I do website design. I do uh, remote support. You know, one of the things that I've been having recently, I've been working with people that are on Wix. And at the beginning, even I had the idea that Wix wasn't that powerful. But as I started working with it, I found out that there is so much more in there that we are not taking advantage of. We're not taking advantage of its database functionality. We're not taking advantage of their autoresponders. And a lot of this comes included for free in some of their packages. I've learned the system very well to the point that I can train you on how to do it. Or if you ask me to, to do some complicated task, I can design it for you within Wix. Then after I'm done, I give you the training on how to use it. And then if you have any troubles, you can always call me. Thank you. I am Mario Rosales, and you can reach me at MarioRosales.com. Let me help you out wherever I can. Thanks. So let me start today by sharing how all this came about. I'm going to introduce my two guests that are joining me, and then I'm going to tell you the incredible story of how we all met. So for over 25 years, Diane Robbins has been channeling messages from ascended beings and races and publishing these they include messages from the cetaceans, which are also called whales and dolphins, as well as Adama from the subterranean city of Telos, Nikos from the hollow earth, the ascended masters, the Ashtar command of the confederation of planets, nature spirits, and trees. She joins us today from Mount Shasta. Also joining us is Julie Smith. Julie is a vocal channel of light who has brought through many of the light beings I just mentioned and also helps clients connect with their, uh, their chosen spirit for a cozy chat about their inner truth and how to live their best life. Julie discovered her gifts through quantum emotional healing training and practice, and she joins us from British Columbia, Canada. I'll post their websites and email addresses in the description of the show. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. So it's glad that we here. can be together. Yes. Isn't technology magical? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Me too. So it's kind of a crazy story how we all connected. And it started, as many of my stories do, with my trip to Peru into the jungle and working with plant medicines. So in, I think it was 2013, I went and did an 11-day dieta, which is an ayahuasca retreat. And that was my first time working with ayahuasca. It was incredible. And I did a lot of journaling because when I wasn't in ceremony, I was in this little private hut by myself, journaling, processing, and so on. And when I went through my notes here a few months back to look at some of the things that came through in that ceremony, because it was a lot, I came across in my own handwriting this note that says, Mikos from the Library of Porthalagos has a message for me. And I have no idea who that is, what that is, nothing. I'm like, okay, if it wasn't my handwriting, I wouldn't even know what that was. So I get on Google and I look it up and all that comes up is one hit. And it's the book Messages from the Hollow Earth by our author present today, Diane Robbins. 
And I looked at that and I thought, I don't even know if I believe in the hollow earth. I mean, I'm familiar with all that, but I just don't know if that's for me. And I kept reading because it kept nagging at me. You know, those when spirit wants your attention, good luck getting away. <laughs> so I went back and read more about it. And it was the channeled messages of Mikos from the library of Prothalagus. And so I thought, okay, maybe there's something here. And I read in there about the author and there was a phone number there. So I pick up the phone and I'm kind of nervous and I'm shaking and I dial the number and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to say when the recording answers and Diane answered. Diane, you answered the phone. It blew my mind. (laughs) (laughs) And so the conversation that followed was, you know, well, obviously it's time to read the book. And so I ordered the book and I said, well, what's this message? And she said, well, you know what? I have a vocal channel I want to connect you with. And that is how I met Julie and Julie and I had a private session and she channeled me ghosts and some stuff came through. And, and it's funny because I read the whole book, which let me show the book here. So this is messages from the hollow earth. I've read the book cover to cover. I've listened to some of the channeling and I've had this feeling that I already know this stuff. And Julie, when you and I did our little session, I asked Mikos, why do I feel like I already know this stuff? And the answer really caught me off guard when Mikos said, because you've been traveling to me in your sleep, in your dream time and studying. How cool is that? (laughs) Uh, Let's start with Diane. Do you hear these kinds of stories? Am I that unusual? I mean, I bet you've heard it all doing the work that you do. No, that, that's a very unusual story. <laughs> I have not heard that one before. This one is the best. I love it. I love your story. It's pretty different, isn't it? And and how do you deny? I mean, it kind of, it takes me out of, is it true or not, when I'm having the experience. I'm living this experience of this. So no more can I say, well, maybe that's just all made up unless we're all sharing the same made up dream together, which is what the shamans say anyway, right? We're all in this shared dream space. So whatever you want to call it, it's real for me. And what happened for me, and I I invite you to suspend your judgments for the time that we're together today and consider what if this is real? And breathe that in and notice what happens in your body, because that's where my truth finder is. When I really sit with, show me truth, let me feel truth. I felt every bit of reading this book and I would have moments of just sheer enthusiasm. That's spirit. That's spirit in action. Diane, tell me about how all of these messages started coming through for you. Well, it was about 1987, 1988. And um, I was sitting in my living room in Upper State, New York, and uh, where I used to sit to receive messages from the Ascended Masters. And one morning I felt this wonderful energy nearly lift me off my chair. And I heard the words as clearly as you can hear me. I heard the words, I am Adama. We've been trying to reach you. Will you take our messages? And I said, yes. And he dictated the first message for for my other book called Telos. And I never questioned him. I never said, who are you? I just took the message. And then he started coming to me two or three times a week. And uh, 
I had all these messages. And Talos is a subterranean city beneath Mount Shasta in California. And then um, Adama connected me to Mikos in the hollow earth. And Mikos asked if I would take his messages about the hollow earth. And I said, of course, yes. And that's how it started. So you're a scribe for these ascended beings. What a, what a precious gift that is. Yes, thank you. It is. And it's an honor. Well, I hope to come and meet you in person because Mount Shasta is top of my bucket list. And I've had some pretty impressive things come through when I put things on my bucket list. So I'm ready to come to Mount Shasta and meet you and feel the energies there. I've long felt a resonance to that place. And in fact, my birth state is California, Northern California. And I'm adopted, so some of my records are unknown. But before that, I, I really feel a connection. I think I've been there before. So I'm excited to come and meet you. Yes, that would be wonderful. Thank you. And I'm, yes, and the mountain is calling you. <laughs> yes, it is, just like Mikos did. And I was the scribe, right? I, here I am in a, in a little tombow in Peru all by myself writing down Mikos has a message for me, whoever that is. <laughs> <laughs> So what I will share so far, because I was really confused, as to, I didn't, I had nothing but questions. Mikos is an ascended being who lives in the hollow earth. And the book in short is about what life is like for ascended beings in the hollow earth and what life will one day be like for all of us as we move through our ascension process. And this book was written before really we hit this prime shift since 2012 that we're in now. So it's exciting that, Julie, that you're able to join us today and bring through Mikos, because I'm sure there are some more words to follow the book for those of us that are in the midst of this going, oh my God, can I hang on? What am I doing here? Yes, Mikos and I have been having some chats and he says he has some good news to share. That's so I look forward to bringing that through for you. We are definitely ready for some good news. These have been some trying times. I understand that where else in the universe would I want to be than here right now when Earth is going through such a profound shift. And yet there are days that that profound shift can be challenging for us. And there were some words to that effect that kind of spoke to that in the hollow Earth. So it was I was glad to read it now, but I know that there will be more today. So. Diane, how, what is the connection between Telos and the hollow earth? Why do you think that one prompted the other? Can you kind of link them together a little bit for us? Well, they are both underground. Uh, Telos is an underground city inside the mountain of Mount Shasta. And the hollow earth is inside the center of the, of our earth, which is hollow. And um, so they're neighbors. And the people from Telos travel to the Hollow Earth, and the people from the Hollow Earth travel to Telos. And uh, just the way we would travel to another city on the, on the surface. Thank you for that. It is exciting. And it's in the book, we, we are invited, if we want to, to open ourselves up to host them when they do come from the center of the Earth up. And I love the analogy in the book, why would you live on your roof of your house? You live inside your house. So why are we living on the roof of earth when there's so much more to happen inside? And yet we must work through some of our lower level 
energies, I guess we can call it the the need to fight one another, the need to kill one another, the me versus you. We need to transcend duality to be ready for this greater life that awaits us inside the earth. And it's spelled out in great detail in the book. And it's a beautiful life. I'm ready to live that now. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. Yes, yes. yes. So when there's peace on the planet, we will be invited inside the center of the earth. Yes. It sounds like a marvelous thing. Well, Julie, would you be comfortable now to possibly bring Mikos into this conversation? We would love to have him. Of course. <clears throat> Good afternoon, dear ones. This is Mikos from the Library of Porthologos. It is a pleasure to be with you, Cheryl and Diane. Linda, do you have any questions for me before we get going? I would really like to hear your voices. Diane, do you want to start? Um, I would prefer if you did, Cheryl. Okay. Mikos, I'm delighted to connect with you in this way again, and we bring the audience this time. So I am honored to be able to give you a platform to bring through wisdom beyond the pages of the book when Diane wrote the book with you. It's a beautiful book. I've had an opportunity to read it. I can't wait to come and see the hollow earth with you. <laughs> and we also long to invite you down here, but yes, you were right. The earth has a few more changes to make yet. The humans on the earth has a few more changes to make to relieve some more of this dark dense energy that is floating around, a lot of it which is being propagated by all the fear-mongering on the, the main media channels and that sort of thing. So because much cleansing has been done in Gaia and above Gaia, where you are, but a lot of the um, dark, dense energy is actually coming from the humans who are still living in fear. And so much is being done from we below from all the light workers who are currently circling the planet, sending all their love and light down and helping to clear up the low dark energies that have been here for so very long. And St. Germain likes to remind people that we were living in the dark ages as it were for thousands of years. And the glorious golden age of Aquarius has only been here for six months. And so let's not get too hasty with our expectations. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take more than a minute, but, and there is a tremendous amount of change going on. And, and as, the as the energies rise and people's individual vibrations rise, time has a feeling of speeding up because everything is moving more quickly. And so as people's vibrations uh, go up and down between the third, fourth and fifth dimensions, it can give a feeling of instability, this feeling of, oh, where am I, dizziness? Um, you know, uh, uh, just where did this day go? There, there, so there is a lot of uncertainty, but what we would like to tell people is to just relax, just allow the energy to flow because it's not until you land fully in the fifth dimension that you will once again have a feeling of mm, a solid earth beneath your feet if you like because until then you are changing you are floating in between dimensions as you slowly raise up and you have a good day it goes higher not so good moment goes a bit lower that sort of thing and so the big thing is to relax to trust to spend your time 
learning how to love yourself and knowing that there are so many people around you, so many different beings loving you and supporting you. It's all going to be fine. It is all glorious and nothing but wonder awaits. But there is this thing about humans that many would prefer to stay with what they know than to experience something they don't know. So what I just want to assure you all is what is waiting for you is so much more glorious than what you're experiencing now. So just let go and enjoy the ride. <laughs> patience. I've, patience. I've heard that word a lot in my yes. life. <laughs> We're well, all learning patience. Patience and compassion for yourself first, for being okay with these changes, for being okay that people come and then people kind of slide away from you as, as your vibrations change and you no longer resonate. It's okay that people distance themselves for a while and know that they will come back if they choose to, or new people in your vibrational level will appear. And those people we call your tribe, for they are the ones that you have known before many times, and they are friends of the heart, family of the heart. And these are the people who you choose. It just happens. You meet them and suddenly you're best friends. It's, it's a deeper, deeper connection that is nothing about the brain. It's all to do with the heart. Yes. So you mentioned loving ourselves, and that's a beautiful way to refocus our time and energy away from the collective fear that that is so uncomfortable for us. And the more yes. we open to our gifts, the more sensitive we are to that. So other than self-love, what is something else that you can recommend for us, especially in these the more challenging days that we may face? To spend more time in nature just relaxing and seeing the beauty around you because many humans are lost in their devices all day. They've forgotten how magnificent the trees are, the beauty of the flowers. And just to slow down a little, take a walk along a beach and walk in the water if that's what calls you. Because most people seem to have an affinity with one element more than another. And so take time going on hikes and just give yourself an hour where you turn everything off and you just have a lovely salt bath. Do whatever it is that your heart is calling for. And this is another thing to feel because a lot of people are so busy looking after everything else, doing this, rushing here. They've lost connection with their own inner dialogues, their own heart, their own inner longings. And so it's very important to have a lot of compassion and everybody should write to start an I am log that starts with I am magnificent and I love myself infinitely. And then every day add more as I am powerful beyond measure. I am that I am and I allow my energy to serve me. All of these sorts of things that enliven, raise yourself up. Don't wait for someone else to do it for you because now is the time where people need to take responsibility for their own lives. Stop sitting around and waiting for the government to do it for you, for this doctor to help you. Learn to love yourself and you won't need any of that. You'll be self-directed, always feeling in your now moments, what is it I want now? Well, I can do that. And if I can't do that, then I'm gonna find out how to do that. 
ask for help. You know, everybody has a whole team in your inner being with your higher self, your divine goddess, if you are a female, and God, if you are a male, your inner child, your ego, your innate. The innate is a wondrous, wondrous part of your being. It is your body that melded with your spirit some time ago and created this very intelligent, innate being who knows everything that's going on in your body. And your all of these pieces and parts of you, your other energy bodies, they're all wanting you to rise your vibrations, to expand your spirit and be more, be all that you are. And so instead of going out and trying to find all the answers out there, just relax and, and, and turn this off for a little while. This is a computer and it only knows what it's been fed, your brain only knows what information has been put in there and not all of the information is accurate. And so your innate and your heart always tell the truth. And so these are the places you want to go to, the parts of you that you connect to when you want to know what is my next best step? What is it that I need now? And then if you can hear a voice, then that's amazing. And everybody has come with these gifts. Everybody is equipped with, from God, that spark or, or the creator, whichever name you wish to give this magnificent energy that created us all. We come with a, a, a toolbox full of gifts and the higher we raise in our vibrations, as the more gifts unfold, because you need to be in a certain level of awareness to be able to manage those gifts. And so the more you love yourself, the more you believe in yourself, the more you have compassion for yourself and others, knowing that, of course, that law of attraction is always in action. And the more that you can feel love, the more you will bring love to you and more loving experiences. And, and, and take that time to spend an hour or more in nature, by yourself, meditating, doing yoga, whatever it is that fills your heart with joy and frees you and so that you feel perfectly relaxed and allow all those jangled nerve endings to settle down and, and just allow the information, like turn this off and give yourself space to feel and hear what is the messages from you because you know you've got everything you need. Everybody has everything they already need to live their best lives. It's just all of that has been suppressed for many years. People aren't told that, we're not taught that, or you weren't taught that from childhood. And so now it's coming out of those suppressed, depressed stages, all these women that have been kind of put in this emotional, spiritual prison. It's time to open the door, throw away the key, and step out into your own beautiful life. It is all there for you. And only you can take that. So when the government's telling you, you can't do this, you can't do that, if you are going along with everything, you are giving them your power. You are allowing it to happen, whereas you can just quietly, you don't have to go out and make a big song and dance about it, but quietly say, no, that's not for me. I'm living my life the way that feels right to me, the way that resonates in my bones. I know this is right for me. 
and just go about your day loving yourself because then as your energy grows bigger and bigger and you're walking amongst crowds, you are sharing that love with them. You, you're not aware of it necessarily. They're not aware of it necessarily consciously, but all those rest of those parts of their body is soaking up this love and, and then they're going, oh, what's that? I want more of that, which gives permission for all their inner team to start bringing them more of those loving energies. And in this way, you help your, all your brothers and sisters to awaken just piece by piece. And it's not through giving them a lecture and telling them how it really is. It doesn't work. Don't tell people your truth. Show them by living your good, best life, by always having a smile on your face and being in love when you're feeling that way and work towards feeling that way. There's much help out there to help you release your negative programs in your subconscious and that sort of thing. And so it is all about letting go of all the old dark energies, all the controlling things that have been happening all these years and just love yourself. And that is the key to everything. And it is the easiest and hardest thing to do. I'm aware of that. But when you put it in your focus, in your longing, you will take a step towards it every day, every day, every day. And before you know it, you will feel better and better and better. And one last thing I do wish to say is your self-talk. Always be kind, gentle with how you talk to yourself. Because remember, whatever you think, whatever you feel and whatever you say, that message goes out and brings back the mirror, in the mirror experience, the mirror emotion. And so, you always want to be sending love out so that you always receive love, loving experiences back. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Yes. One thing that I've noticed is a, is a big shift from what I read life to be like in the hollow earth. You all do still study and learn from history and other planets and, and other races and beings and continue to, to learn and evolve. However, it's not this busy, busy, busy pace that we have here on the surface. We have made ourselves so incredibly busy that the things that you just spoke about are a huge shift for most of us. We don't make time to sit quietly and meditate for 15 minutes, let alone create time in nature and time for baths and time for meditations. And it, it, it's a huge shift. And if we can just begin to do this slowly, slowly, right, we can actually start to prepare ourselves for that very different ascended way of living. Absolutely, because the thing to remember is all that baggage that you're carrying with you, it is sending, it's part of the message you're sending out to the world. So just look at your lives. And if something unpleasant keeps showing up, it is because you have a program in there that is inviting more of it. It really is a system designed to get your attention. So why does this keep happening? What is it in me that is attracting that? Just understand that none of these things are being done to you. You as the individual is attracting it to you. You are inviting it by maintaining those painful messages that are within your body. And so the more that you can release those, the higher your vibration goes up. And, and then you invite more loving messages, of course. So 
It is a case of just being gentle with yourself, though, and knowing every day. And and people, you will slip like those people who have very negative self-talk. It's not going to change overnight. And it can happen, but it's very rare. And so every time you feel yourself thinking, oh, why did you do that? That was dumb, whatever, you know, those kind of things. When you talk to yourself, stop right away. And, and now, okay, I now have to write three superlatives in my log for I am fabulous, I am amazing, I am compassionate, I am loving. All of these wonderful things that you can think to say about yourself. That And they're all true. They are all true. But so much negative programming has been going on through the TV, through your food, um, which has been, you know, deliberately poisoned and the air and all this pollution that's going on and all the degrading of the earth that you live on, it is all created a lot of toxicity in your systems. And so one of the ways to release that is to ask dear innate, please cleanse my body of all toxic, negative and stagnant energies that no longer serve me. Just ask, ask for what you want. There is someone somewhere, whether it be your guardian angel, your spirit guides, an ascended master or two that is listening in and will, they're longing to help all humans to raise their vibrations. So what I was starting to say is that all this baggage that you're carrying, all negative energy that you're carrying, as you get closer and closer to the fifth dimension, you are becoming more and more powerful manifestors. And so now is the time to cleanse yourself, eat good food, drink pure water, do spend time loving yourself, relaxing your nervous energies that is flowing through your body. And understand you don't need to be hooked into the TV. You don't need to be all these places and doing all these things that don't serve your heart, but have become habit, right? so much habit, because it has been designed that way to keep you out of your heart, to keep you from ascending. Mm -hmm. right? And so now is the time to say, no, you've had your way. Now it's my turn. I choose what I do with my time. You still have 24 hours in a day. Get some good sleep too. But the more that you take into the fifth dimension, and the more that you can clear now will make your transition into the fifth dimension so much smoother because you won't be manifesting ever more quickly and ever more powerfully whatever negative things you have going on inside of you. Yes, I have noticed that speeding up. <laughs> yes, yes. And it is it's right away you can, so yes. the more I'm aware, for me, the key is awareness. The more I can yes. be aware and like, oh, wow, so I just created that. So maybe I'm still harboring this or whatever. Absolutely. And, it's, and that system is totally designed to bring it right here. So you can't ignore it. Do you know, and, and first you get a whisper and then you get a nudge and then there's a voice. And if you don't listen, you get a two by four at the back of the head. And that's not pleasant. True. Very true. I also want to say there are so many wondrous things on the horizon for all of you. When we, it is safe for us to come up and when it is safe for us to allow humans into our homes, we long for that. And your eyes will be like saucers and your hearts will be vibrating up almost out of your body just with the joy, the beauty, 
that seeing animals of all kinds, saber-toothed tigers, like we have kept animals, we have all the ones that, that have you know, ceased to live on your planet, on the surface, we have them here and they're all herbivores. Nobody eats anybody here. Nobody eats another being. We're all vegetarians, all organic, and we work with Mother Nature to grow densely nutritious food foods and the weather is always perfect we don't have typhoons and hurricanes and that we don't even have rain unless we want it so it, it all is it's all upon our our elegant system that is worked that works all together we work in divine synchronicity down here with each other, with the elementals, with the animals, with every living being. We all support each other because the universe as a whole, its imperative is to learn, expand, grow, be more, learn more, know more, do more, if you like. That is the imperative of the universe. And so, you know, Earth is a part of the universe and is always wanting to improve, to learn, to grow. So, and especially grow more love. <laughs> That's exciting. I want to share right now with anyone who's listening that we've also been talking about, Diane and I have been talking about how we can bring this material to you in a new way. So we're talking and planning around reading some of the hollow earth, either in live videos or however we can bring this information through an audio format so that you can come and watch our videos or hear the, hear the broadcasts and learn these messages from the hollow earth. A lot of the things that Mika is talking about today are in that book. It talks about working with the weather. It talks about working with in harmony with the planet instead of overtaking her and just a lot of good information that we want to bring through. Diane, do you want to speak some more or do you have a question for, for Mikos? I, I would like to talk a little about Telos, a subterranean city inside Mount Shasta, and then just a little about the Library of Porthologos. Okay. Um, I'd like all your listeners to know that all planets are hollow with openings at the North and South Pole and an inner central sun and oceans and mountains still in their pristine state. And in Telos, there's a large spaceport where starships come and go carrying supplies to the subterranean cities from the hollow earth. And there are over 120 subterranean cities beneath the Earth's surface called the Agartha Network. And Telos is the capital. Um, and, and I'd like to talk a little now about the Library of Portholagos. Library of Portholagos, an interdimensional portal it holds all the records of the universe on crystal slides. The purpose, the real purpose of a library is to solve the problems of a planet. So people from all over our universe travel through the portals to the library to find information or answers to their planet's problems so that they don't make mistakes the way we do on Earth. 
all past events of every planet in our universe is recorded on crystals in the library of Portholagos, telling how a planet serves a particular problem. Visitors come into the library and they use a cataloging system to find the problem that they're dealing with. And then they play that event back on a crystal projector. This way, they can view the actual people and listen to how they solve the problem. And then they take that solution back to their planet. So they don't make mistakes the way we do on planet Earth on the surface. For example, you all know about the Declaration of Independence. You go into the library and you find that crystal and it will you play it back and you will see the men who were present and you will hear their discussion and you will see them signing the Declaration of Independence. And so that's what I wanted your, your viewers to know. Thank you. Thank you. That is wonderful that you shared that. And absolutely, that's what it's like once we ascend beyond this level that we have been stuck at. It's my understanding from reading the book and whatever studying I've been doing in Dreamtime and however I know this, <laughs> that we realize that all of this is we're, we're reinventing the wheel here and we don't have to do that. We're not the first planet to go through ascension. We can go and get this information through this beautiful library and learn from other beings and other races so that we don't have to keep repeating the same mistakes. And that way we all ascend together. What a beautiful way to be. And it makes so much sense, doesn't it? Instead of the way that we've been doing this, it's served us and we're about done with it. And that's exciting to me. <laughs> it is. May I just say one more thing? Please. Is that um, both Adama in Telos and we in Inner Earth, we have many schools that, that are available. All you need to do is, as you fall asleep, say, Adama, I would like to come to your classes tonight. Or Mikos, can I please come and view some of your history? If you make that intention, and then throughout the day, if you make intentions, I remember all of my beautiful positive dreams when I awaken. So do you set that in motion? Eventually you will start to remember them. If you give some real heart to it though, don't just say it like you're reading a shopping list. Give some real mm, conscious intention that this is what you wish to do is in your dream state, you go to these classes and there's classes on just about anything you wish to know here in the hollow earth and in Mount Shasta. So, Please take advantage of that. Absolutely. I love some of the things that you shared about why you don't eat each other inside the hall. <laughs> that was well stated. <laughs> we could not. We could yes. not create such disharmony. No. <laughs> yes. We have a long way to go toward harmony on our planet, but we're getting there. And again, I want to keep emphasizing awareness. Awareness is key because... The more aware I am, the more I see new opportunities and and new challenges, and and it's it's a steady journey. And we slip, and then we get back up, and we do it again, and and that's how I'm learning compassion. So I love everything that you shared here, Diane. Do you have any other questions or thoughts you'd like to share with Mikos? Um, 
The suicide life inside the earth is very glorious <laughs> compared to ours. And the people living inside the mountain in the city of Pelos, which is just five miles beneath the surface, they all have gained their immortality. And they can live hundreds and thousands of years. Um, the word Telos means communication with spirit. And the people living in Telos now are from, came from the continent of Lemuria. Um, I'm, I'm sure many of your listeners would know and have heard about Lemuria and Atlantis. That were two continents that sank over thousands of years ago due to a nuclear war where Atlantis used nuclear weapons destroying both continents. Um, Lemuria was in the Pacific Ocean and Atlantis was in the Atlantic Ocean and both continents sit now on the bottom of the ocean and have been hermetically sealed by the Ascended Masters and they will be brought back up to the surface when there's peace on the planet. Um, when the Lemurians realized that their planet was about, their continent was about to be destroyed, they went to the spiritual hierarchy, the ascended masters that govern our planet, and asked for help. And the ascended masters told them that there was an empty cavern inside of the mountain of Mount Shasta. And they advised the Lemurians to take all their records, technology, into the cavern through an underground tunnel system. Throughout our planet, there has always been an underground tunnel system. So when the continent was about to sink, the people uh, in Lemuria were not all the people, only 25,000 of the people in Lemuria were able to escape through the tunnels. The rest of the people um, went down with the continent. There are now one and a half million people in Telos, and they learned the futility of war, and they gained their immortality by living in peace with each other with no competition, only cooperation. And in Telos, there is no sickness, no aging, no death. They don't even have a word for it. It is not in their consciousness. And therefore, cannot outpicture or manifest in their bodies. Only what's in your consciousness can manifest in your bodies which is why we are not allowed to visit them in Telos, because if we were, our consciousness would interface with their consciousness, they would lose their immortality. Mm. Wow. I, yes. We have so much sickness and disease here on the surface of Earth, and that is definitely something to aspire toward when we when we stop focusing on the illness and the disease and cure, cure, cures for the illnesses and diseases and start focusing on wellness and thriving and and those higher vibrational ways of being, that's that's the path. Yes. Yes. Telos was once part of California. And the word telos means 
communication with spirit. And uh, the mountain of Mount Shasta is a sacred mountain. It, it is all heart energy. It's divine feminine. It's the energy of home. And the hearts of people all over the world are opening and people are searching for home. The mountain of Mount Shasta is sending out a call all over the earth and people whose hearts are opening are hearing the call and being called, being drawn to Mount Shasta. And people just keep coming here. <laughs> people keep coming and they keep, and the ones that contact me, contact me say they were called, that they were called to come or they heard the call. Their yes. heart heard the call. That's wonderful. They, Thank you so much for sharing this. What a beautiful gathering for us to be able to get together and be that beacon of future vision and hope for people who are, many people are really struggling right now as they're feeling the pull to ascend and things that they're not quite done with and that and it's the hanging on that's making it difficult if we can just decide we're done with it it does not have to be this complicated but we are a funny species we really are <laughs> this is julie here i would just like to say something i've learned is that change is not painful resistance yes. to change is painful <laughs> yes exactly exactly and that's really the intent behind this show for me today is being that future vision. This is, we're not getting together to talk about make-believe things, or maybe we are, maybe it's the make-believe that you can climb into and try on for yourself. Whatever it is that you can feel that invitation to something greater, to something easier, to something joyful that is other than whatever you might be plugging into today in your life, then, then that's what this show has been for. <laughs> Yes, and to get curious and say, wouldn't it be wonderful if, and just Absolutely. allow the possibility, allowing is huge. <laughs> yes. Well, I'd like to go around real quickly as we wrap up and invite all of you to share a parting thought that you may have for the listener today and the viewer today. And Julie, if you'd like to also share for Mikos and, and yourself, please. So whoever would like to go first, Diane, would you like to go first? I'm sorry, I could not hear what you said, Cheryl. Would you like to share a parting thought today that we can leave with the listener? Yes, I'd like to, to thank you for listening to us. And it's been my divine pleasure to be here and talk about Tellos and the Hollow Earth. And you can find my books at my website. My website is www.dianerobbins.com. And Diane has two N's, D-I-A-N-N-E, Robbins, R-O-B-B-I-N-S. And I thank you so very much, Cheryl. Thank you so much. And we will have your website also on the description of this show in case you were driving when you're listening or whatever. Okay, Julie? This is Mikos. I would just like to invite everybody to think about their future life and to allow for the possibility that everything you heard today and if you read the book allow for it to be real and true and suspend your skepticism just for a little while and just know that you are being loved so loved by so many 
people in the earth, on the earth, all the light workers on the earth and the light beings above the earth. You are in a big, huge sandwich of love and just open up your hearts and let it come in. And that's what I would like to say and to say, I've been feeling many of you and it is good. I am so glad we've had this, this time together. Thank you and I bid you namaste. And Julie here, <laughs> just what I said before, just allow yourself to be curious instead of fearful. I think, wouldn't it be wonderful if? And then create the biggest dreams that you can. Because as humans, we haven't been taught to dream big, really. Not about our spiritual selves. Oh, I don't want to be mentioned this, that. But to dream big about the beauty, the harmony, the peace, the love that you can live with every day. Dream big about that. Beautiful messages. Thank you all so much for joining me today. I think it's magical how we were connected and I have loved the journey. I can't speak for everyone, but this book, reading this book raised my vibration and I firmly believe it'll raise yours too. So definitely check out the book. We will continue to discuss how and when we're gonna to start to share this in audio format, and we will let you know as soon as we work that out as well. So thank you so much always for joining us. Let us know your feedback at journeyofpossibilities.com. And while you're there, slash support, you can give us a little love too. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time on Exploring Possibilities. <laughs>